Hi, my name is Jenny. And my name's Yuri. And welcome to Conscious Cup and thanks for listening in again. We're going to grab a cup of some wonderful brew and we invite you to listen in as we share our personal insights, stories and answers to life, the universe and everything in between. All based on what's written on a wooden lollipop stick. Our claimer rather than a disclaimer is we firmly believe imagining creates reality. We'd love to hear from you and enjoy your input. So please contact us on Twitter at ConsciousCuppa, C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-C-U-P-P-A and via email or ConsciousCuppa at gmail.com. Please keep it short and sweet because it's got to be able to fit on a lollipop stick. Pause if you need to, we're about to start. So grab a brew, take a pew, sip in and sub up. What's in your cup? Ah. What's in your cup? What's in my cup? My cup this week is your suggestion, which is a bit of cinnamon bark that gives it a little bit of a bite and some honey. Mm. And it's good. Yeah. It's like just maybe a little finger's worth of bark. And then I've put that in a flask, hot water, and then just added some honey afterwards. And it's good. Yeah. It's good. And you can share it. It's enough for two, definitely. Um, today I've got my usual, which is sorrel and a bit of ginger, but instead of a tea bag, it's a twist. It's a twist. It's got a <laughs> twist. So it's cool because we've had, we're into the hot weather now. I chilled it in the fridge, so it's cool. So yeah, it's lovely. So it's like the iced tea version. Yes, absolutely. It's the iced, iced tea, tea version. Not the wrapper. No. No. No, it's the not. The brew. It's, it's got a brew, not yeah, tea. Yeah, brew. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to do now? We've got to roll the dice. See yeah. Those first, we were told this is a bit too loud. Thanks, Birdie. <laughs> and instead, we're going to use this book as a... I got six. Okay. So wasn't cheating. I got three. Okay. So, so gonna you're going to go, gonna go first. first. Let's put five minutes on the timer. Five minutes. Okay. And my question is, what do you miss about being a kid? Oh, nice question. Okay. Five, five minutes. minutes. Okay, first thing comes to mind, <laughs> bills. <laughs> you don't have to worry about paying bills. Well, the kid I was, I know there are some kids out there have had to, you know, step up uh, prematurely and, and take care of uh, some of the household uh, duties. Yeah. So the freedom of not having to worry about what's going on in the house in terms of bills the uh, the kind of allowance of your imagination to get kind of carried away and it, you can it's allowed because you're a kid yeah whereas now when I talk about using imagination I often have the response that that's something that kid does that it's not very adult to do but yeah it's the part that keeps the kid alive mm. I think so anyway it nourishes um, that child it nourishes that inner child that sense of wonder that mm. sense of curiosity always asking questions yeah um, why yeah and that's such a, I think that's such an important part we've of got life. that haven't we what's In that here, the questions the questions yeah. yeah the questions are like the, the the door to not just more or other but alternate as well mm. just like what if 
Yeah. That's, that's the, the question. The main question to ask, what would it be like if I was now the person I wanted to be? That's, that's the big question. Yeah, definitely. That I think that everybody's basically asking. And as a kid, you're kind of asking it of, it doesn't have to be anything serious. It's just, it's that playful, what would it be like if I was an astronaut? What would it be like if I was, you know, just won the race or won uh, something at sports day, even if it's just like a bag of sweets? I think for me, it was about finding things. Okay. I used to find things and that used to be really exciting. Like you might, yeah, you might find 50p on the floor and that was like an immense amount of money (laughs) to spend sweets on. That was 50 penny sweets when I was a kid. You could share that. Yeah. It wasn't like 2p, which you can't really share. You don't want to give your other sweet away. But, you know, we've had the emphasis a little bit of money with this question. Mm, well, adults. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the bit that's, yeah. I went, when I was uh, away in South Africa, I was told don't give the kids money because they, they're not interested in it. Mm. You have to bring sweets for them. Yeah. And as a kid, you know, this endless supply of sweets, which is what you'd really want. Yeah. You never dream about having loads of money as no. a kid. You dream about sweets. And your abundance is very different. Yeah, abundance is very different. Yeah, your wealth. Yeah, going to somebody else's birthday sweets. party <gasps> where you you were allowed to eat whatever you liked. And I never got sick, not that I remember. No, I definitely didn't. I ate cake. I ate icing off the cake a yes. lot. Yes. A lot. Yeah. Not just mine. <laughs> And I think when when I go to a party now and there's all the sweets on the table, there's something that's just like, you can't have that. You have to, or if you have it, you have to balance it with something healthy. Oh, no. And there was no consideration about yeah. that as a kid. Yeah. And the other thing was... Is, was there even salad? Was there even salad? I, I was about to say, was there even a winter? Because when I was a kid, oh. it, it was just summer the whole time. Yeah, I don't really remember. So... Winter, autumn. I do, but I don't remember it in the way I remember it now. So for me, it was all about excitement. Oh, great, I can jump on the leaves and they make that lovely crackling sound and splashing puddles and mud. So that was autumn. Winter, you pray for snow so you can make snowmen and snow angels and, you know. So maybe it's it's more that when I was a kid, it was always light. Yeah. And I associate that with summer. Because obviously by the time it gets to like dark, you're in bed. Yeah. You're definitely in bed. Yeah. Boring bedtimes. Okay. There's 30 seconds left. But you're happy with that? Yeah. Cool. Okay. I'm going to pick a lollipop stick. I'm going to close my eyes. Okay. Can you imagine... This is in the middle of a forest. You've got another can you imagine? Oh, oh, I love it. I love it. I obviously need to practice imagining more. Okay. Yeah, this is a gift. And a forest is my joy. Oh, I haven't started the time. There you go. Well, even here, centrally, it's very easy because I'm on the edge of a big park that is very foresty. So all the noises, all the sensory sounds are there to infuse that imagination. But if I close my eyes, oh, wow. So I'm I'm at a spot that I go to in my meditations and I'm sitting on a fallen log 
on the edge of a clearing and um, there's a kind of a mossy, grassy, open space in front of me. And it's where I go and talk to what I call my higher self. You may call it God or you may call it the spirits or the universe, however you choose to. It's a place of great peace. I would I would say it feels like it feels cool, it feels calm, there's a harmony there, so I feel at ease. And in fact, I would even go as far to say as I feel relieved when I'm there. I can hear the wind in the trees slightly, I can feel the log under my bottom, you know, and, and it's not 100% comfortable you can sit there for like five hours let me ask you can what can you smell so it's a sort of a mossy damp earthy smell i can smell the hint of pine and it's cool at the back of my neck it's cool i feel light inside i feel very sort of green there's this sort of green hue to my light yeah, it's very peaceful. Can I ask you to find the creature that is watching you? Uh, it's a little um, wren-like bird, little brown bird on the floor. That little bird keeps just glancing at me. To say hello or just checking that you're not... No, just, just looking at me. Just, yeah. just it's Curious. not... It, yeah, it's like, oh, don't see you here often sort of thing. Yeah. It's the way a human would be like, oh... I hadn't noticed you before, or, you know, you don't come here often, that kind of glance. I think if I really still myself, I can hear water in the background somewhere. So it's not just the sound of the leaves and the breeze, but I can hear, yeah, I can hear some trickling water somewhere. And the moss is slightly cool and damp, and there's shards of light coming through the trees almost like um ladders of light yellowy white light leading yeah. up to the sky and if i look up i can see bits of white cloud and blue sky the odd bird whizzing by so if you had to take 10 seconds of that mm. what 10 seconds would it be that you could play back and play back Senses as in your five senses. Which sense? Is it the sense of touch? What are you in touch with? You're sitting on the log, you said. Yes. Yeah, and so your feet are on the, the moss. And, and I'm feeling cool. And you're feeling a cool breeze yeah. on the back of your neck. Yeah. Okay, can you give that ten seconds? Yeah. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one mm. Lovely. Stop, the Stop the podcast so jenny we have some very exciting experiment to do today please lead on it's an experiment that we do in the bunny rabbit solutions seminar where we basically do a, a magic trick with the universe we're going to imagine something and the universe is going to pop it into existence right at your feet okay wow. so it's going to take two minutes let's go close your eyes 
And in your imaginary hands, I want you to imagine you're holding a ball. Now, feel the shape of the ball, feel the size, feel the weight. It's any ball you like. So it's got a color. So use your imaginary eyes to see the color of the ball as you're holding it. If you can, throw it up in the air and catch it. That again gives you the weight of it. And this has a texture too. So use your imaginary hands and your fingers and the skin to feel the texture of the ball, the shape, the size. Got that? Okay. The color, maybe the sound of it in your hand. And for the next 10 seconds, I want you to feel what it's like to have found this ball out of nowhere. The thrill of the surprise and how it came to you. So, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, And open your eyes. You open your I'm eyes back. and you're back. And along the way, hopefully between now and next episode, you found your ball. And it's going to be so exciting. Please yes. let us know. No, you know where to go on Twitter, at Conscious Cuppa. Or email us. You can email us, yeah, Conscious Cuppa. You can even email Gina. us your photographs of your balls. <laughs> Steady on. Um, and your cups, your mugs, your glasses, or where you're having your tea and all your favourite drinks. And on with the podcast. On with the podcast. Lovely. Okay. New term? Yeah. The question is, what are you freakishly good at? <laughs> freakishly good at. Love yeah. it. Five minutes? I'm not going to need five minutes, but... So what am I freakishly good at? Well, when um, I'm doing the old housekeeping. <laughs> I know, I'm already nodding. I know yeah. what the answer is. I'm freakishly good at finding things um, and the way that I do that. So uh, I'll get a request. Where's you know my who keys? You are. <laughs> where's your keys or where's a book, a particular book, item of clothing, uh, maybe even something's broken. So the uh, idea that I have is that I'm holding it in my hands. It's one of two. I'm holding it in my hand, saying, there you are. And then having this, the sense of touch of the thing. So I know the shape, the weight, all of that kind of thing. And is that upsended by a feeling of satisfaction? Just like, there you are. <laughs> almost like surprise, like. Not supposed to be there. <laughs> there you, oh, there I see. You yeah, like yeah. yeah. So it's like a, it's like a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. A reunion. It. Yeah. There you are. Yeah. So I have that, but I have to hold it in my hand and feel the weight of it, and the, I know the color of it. So it's using the sense of sight, maybe even the the sound of it, how it would sound. But how main thing is how would it feel in my hands? Mm. Okay. And the other thing I can do is I can hear 
use my sense of hearing, somebody else say, I found it. And you just got to know people's voices mm. to hear them say, I found it. So that's how I use that. And I, I am freakishly good at that. But it's, well, no, it's well practiced, isn't it's it? It's well practiced because it's not a secret I mean, how you do it. It's, it's just how it's done. But uh, yeah, I practice it. So what else are you freakishly good at? Uh, what else am I freakishly good at? Um, I'm pretty good at putting things together in my mind. Like I can cross over the Hebrew language with the Fibonacci sequence, um, with the uh, numbers and the stories they tell, and how that all fits in with you wanting a cheese sandwich. You wanted to go to the park. You fly into the moon. That kind of thing. So I can, I, I, connecting. Put, I can connect those big dots. Big ideas. Very big idea. But again, that's micro and macro. Yeah. So if you want a cheese sandwich, it's the same principle as flying to the moon. Yeah. It's the same unfolding. It's the same sequence. It's the same story. It's just the facts are different. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave that there. That's my necklace. Sorry about that. Um, and Yuri, your turn. I'll reset the timer. Mm. The bigger, the sinner. The warmer, the welcome. Pope, Bergoglio. Bergoglio. I know you're saying this audience pope bergoglio bergoglio yeah him him the bigger the sinner the warmer the welcome (sighs) five minutes here we go okay first let me quantify the bigger the sinner so you know if you've ever read the bible you've ever listened to anybody who's read the bible they'll tell you that you're a sinner and we're all sinners Humans are all sinners. But what does that mean? So it means that you're... Not how the Pope would teach you, but (laughs) what does I don't know the Pope personally, so I can't tell you. And I'm not... Well, the traditional idea of a sinner is different from what you understand a sinner to be. this is my interpretation of a sinner. Uh Um, Sinner is missing the mark. So you want something and you don't quite have the faith to imagine it into being. So, or you trespass. So for me, missing the mark and trespassing is sinning. So um, if you don't treat your brother the way you'd like to be treated, for me, that's trespassing. So you cuss somebody out, but you wouldn't want to be cussed out. That's, that's trespassing and it's that's sinning. It's a form of missing the mark. Yes. So it's all yeah. a form of missing the mark. So the warm and the welcome is, I believe, the Jesus state. So... In the Bible, there are many stories about Jesus embracing these stereotypical sinners, prostitutes, the lame. You look like you're just the lowest of the low. And it's lifting you out of that. So I think I think it's about um, forgiveness and it's about uh, being able to see the highest value in your brother. Yeah. Because you can identify that in yourself, but that has to come first. If you can't identify yourself yeah. as the person this day you want to be, which ultimately is God or this universal being or this spiritual being, however you see it, 
if you can't identify with that, then it's very hard. You're kind of caught in that cycle of missing the mark. And and we all are, and we all have been. So, but this builds momentum. And I think the the warmer, the warmth is that building of momentum, that forgiveness, that imagining your brother this day, the way you want to see him, that oh it's 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 a relieving, you know, because your your brother might be saying, Oh I've lost my job. I'm jobless. And if you join in with that, oh gosh, that's terrible. You're really missing the mark. So you're both kind of trapped in this and kind what of state of seeing that. So, so the mark would be seeing the person employed. So that person's got a job. Yeah. A new job. Yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. You feel the joy, that's the warmth. You feel the delight, that's the warmth of this person employed in a job. Yeah, so with Jesus representing this loving imagination that perpetually forgives and forgiving is is really just forgetting what was and putting in its place something that is that something that you do want to be true right now yeah so in that sense it's like the the person who is is not hitting their target let's say reaching their goal is out of touch with their goal it's not so much i think the idea that the person just if the person doesn't know how to reach the goal, I think that's that person isn't considered a sinner. Or if the person doesn't have a goal, they're not considered a sinner. It's when you have a goal and you know how to reach it, but you're not reaching it. The bigger, the warmer, the welcome is. Uh, like that's why you have a love and imagination. That is the that's yeah. the answer to that problem. Yeah. That's why you really need that warm welcome from uh, your your imagination. That's why you have an imagination to get out of terrible situations. Yeah. Or you just want something small. And what I would say is one's brother, what, what Jenny was saying about um, if you don't have a goal, you don't have a desire or you you don't know how to get there. I'm talking about myself in the position of knowing how to uplift my brother. So um, if you disclose, even without realising it, oh, I wish I had an opportunity to go swimming, especially because the weather's so hot. I would imagine you telling me you've, you've swum. Yeah. Because you don't know how to do it for yourself. So, and that uplifts me, that enables me to practice being this warmth it gives you an opportunity yeah. to yeah to practice and but you kind of welcome in that sense you're saying you welcome the problem because yeah. it's kind of food for your imagination yeah. and nourishes. if jesus is actually your loving imagination who's happy to do this for you yeah then it means you're feeding jesus with water instead of the vinegar yeah and i'm i'm imagining what people do want and who they do want to be this day is delightful and it is really nourishing i get a real thrill out of that so yeah brilliant it's time it's time for magic minute fantastic when we have time it takes an elevator to go about 13 floors to answer a question from the public okay so let's set the timer timer for a minute and we're going to randomly choose one of these questions I'm going for you. David, if we exercise free will, are 
are our desires deterministic? This is the free will versus deterministic debate. The doors are closing. Um, they work hand in hand. We have the free will to uh, choose our desires. And once we choose a desire and go through the imaginal act of having the fulfilled desire, now that seed that is planted is on a determined route, a deterministic route to manifest in the world. And that's how we got everything here. Have a look around your room. What in this room wasn't once imagined? Wasn't once imagined. Every solid object in the room was once just an idea. So the idea is the choice. You choose to entertain it. But once it's set into your mind eye as a as a sensory imaginal thing, if you act on that, you are going to determine a path for it to get to you in the world. Amazing. Floor 13, Jenny. We're here. <laughs> that was amazing. Who have you got? Petra. Oh, no. Petra. Thanks. Okay, let's put a minute on the timer after I've said this. Albert Einstein once said, imagination is more important than knowledge. Do you agree or disagree and why? Okay. Right. Doors are closing. Imagination is more important than knowledge, Albert. Yes, because it came first. You were born with imagination. You have been using imagination knowingly and unknowingly from day dot. So I would say in that sense, imagination is very important. And also imagination comes first because it draws to you wisdom and knowledge. So everything you imagined draws to you the knowledge, good and bad. So if I imagine being a teacher, then what happens is the knowledge of becoming a teacher is drawn to me, maybe at school. And I actually hear it. It's a bit like the red car experiment. I'll say to you, red car, and then all of a sudden, you'll see red cars everywhere. You're like, oh, London's full of red cars. That's amazing. So I, I really believe that imagination is more important than knowledge. Okay, thank you. Where are my notes? <laughs> Setting the timer. I've got to do something and you've got to do the thanks. So thank you so much for listening and thank you to our audience for expanding our knowledge and our consciousness, asking questions. I'd like to tell you, where can we be reached, Jenny? Oh, this is good news. We're, we're on uh, iTunes now and we're on uh, TuneIn. We're on Spotify and SoundCloud. You can Twitter, tweet us on our Twitter account at ConsciousCuppa or email us ConsciousCuppa at gmail.com. My name has been Jenny. And my name's still Yuri. <laughs> this has been a tasty brew. Swell cuppa. Us loving good time. See you next time.